Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. I know somebody who about to leave when I see it. As a person who has left many a function, what's happening? What's up? Welcome back to your favorite daily news podcast, DX Daily. This podcast is brought to you by Hip Hop DX, and here's where we keep you up to date on everything that happens in hip hop music culture. I am one of your lovely hosts, the Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, the A-Dub. It is Tuesday, and Travis Scott is seemingly resuming his Utopia album rollout. Hmm, wonder if there's going to be any pushback on that. Also, Rick Ross abruptly left the 85 South show during an interview. Yeah, he just got up and bounced mid-show. Also, ASAP Rocky, Busta Rhymes, Hit Boy, and more are all congratulating Boy Wanda on his massive success in music. And SZA has landed a brand new acting role. So a couple of things to get into on this Tuesday. But first, we ask one thing of you, one thing only when you listen to this podcast. Please hit that follow button for us. Make sure you follow us, subscribe to us so you can keep up with all of our new episodes. We thank you. Now let's go ahead and jump into it. All right, so let's start off with Travis Scott. Now, he has been very, very low-key during this whole Astro World tragedy situation. Like, we haven't heard too much from him on social media. He hasn't been out in public really like that. He's been really trying to fly under the radar with everything that's gone on. But now it looks like um, we might be resuming the album rollout that was going on before Astro World happened. Because if you remember, right before the festival, he did drop two new singles and, you know, his album was supposed to drop this year, but with everything that happened, of course, that went on pause. Now it looks like it might be off pause, though. Yeah, a couple people noticed that um, on Travis Scott's Instagram page, he changed his profile picture to um, that of Utopia, which he did before when the album was supposed to be coming out. But once everything started happening with Astroworld, he changed that. But now it's back to the Utopia. So people think, hmm, is he getting ready to get back into album mode again was it the profile picture or was it the bio oh instagram bio okay got it got it i was gonna say because i don't be on his page so i don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so it's it's the bio because when you know the whole tragedy happened he took utopia out of his bio to let people know like hey look the album that was supposed to be coming it's not coming but now it's back in there so you know that only leads us to believe that utopia is back on the way now i want to know do you think he is going to get pushback on this because i think this was a little bit of a tester like let me just test the waters real quick and see how people respond to me putting it back in my bio 
You know, I think it, I think it's probably just a tester because if he were to drop like um say like a cover art or a track list and then you have all the comments people can put in there or if he decides to hide the comments or limit them, people will know like, oh, he already knows he's going to get pushed back for it. But I think the Instagram bio is just like kind of just putting back, you know, like, oh, it's I do have an album I was working on. Like, let me see if y'all still rocking with me or what. So I think bio is a little bit more safer to test versus like, oh, if you were to drop a post or something. But I don't know. Yeah, and I think if people don't make too much noise about this bio, I think we will see a song post next or some other story post maybe of him in the studio, see how people respond to that, and then go from there. I think he's going to keep trying to elevate it and elevate it more to see what he can do with um, and if there will be any outrage in response to it. So I think that's what this was for sure. Now, another thing to address is the singles that he put out before Astro World Festival happened because one song was called Escape Plan, not the greatest title. So I don't know how that's still going to be uh, in the mix for the album if he does decide to put out Utopia within the next year or so because I can see people definitely saying something about that. Um, and then you had Mafia, which of course featured J. Cole. So um, do we see those songs being on there maybe the cold one but do we see escape plan being on whatever he decides to put out um i hope not i because you know escape plan like hello everybody know what is that like implied to or it's kind of kind of tasteless in a way but mafia gotta stay because of j cole escape plan maybe change the title i don't know what he should do with that one but that one will look too good yeah and it's a good song too but that one you might have to just (laughs) throw that one to the recycle bin travis i don't know how that's gonna play out for you but yeah so i'm i'm interested to see what the next move is here for sure i think he should keep putting out things um in regards to how he's helping the families of the astroworld tragedy like i know he started the safety initiative that's a good thing keep Keep doing things like that. Don't stop just because the heat is slowly starting to get off you. Keep doing those things, and I think people will slowly let you back in. Travis Scott, if you're asking for, you know, PR Asia's perspective on it. Right. Please listen to PR Asia because she know what she's talking about. So, <laughs> Come on, man. I- Call me up. We can set a consultation up. I don't mind. Period. <laughs> Now, speaking of PR, let's talk about Rick Ross's latest interview. So he was on the 85 South show recently. And when they dropped the picture for this, before they dropped the interview, I was excited. I saw him up there. He had on a colorful Gucci jacket. I'm like, ooh, Rose about to be on 85 South show. I love 85 South show. Avid viewer of that show. Um, mm-hmm. I am an 85% of myself. So I was excited. And I was like, all right, we're about to get a new Ross interview. And 85 South show interviews are so hilarious but also so dope at the same time because they really go into the person's career and their work and they're actually familiar with who they're interviewing like they'll rap songs from who they're interviewing it's just a fun interview process when anyone goes on the 85 south show so i was hyped for that but then you know as you watch the episode you realize about 30 something minutes into the episode that rick ross is not coming back So what happened was um, he said he had to go to the bathroom real quick. He had to run to the bathroom. He said, all right, yeah, you know, I'm going to go to the bathroom, then I'm going to come back, take off my jacket, get comfortable, and, you know, it's going to be all good. He leaves out. They wait about 10 minutes, and then they realize Rick Ross is not coming back. 
<laughs> Rick Ross is gone. <laughs> and I guess some representative of his team, you can hear her behind camera like, yeah, he had something urgent he had to go do. He had to catch a flight. Um, we thought he was just in the parking lot, but he's gone. <laughs> and then DC, Young Fly, Carlos Miller, Chico Bean, they all just looking lost. Like, so he really just left. Like, why he just ain't say he had to go? Yeah. And um, yeah, everybody's just just looking lost for a second, but then they jump right back into the show and they keep the episode going super professional. So, I mean, they made the most of it, but that was kind of wild. Rose did that, man. I can't lie. Yeah. Like, was there like him on footage of like checking a phone, like to maybe to get a message or something first? Or did he just leave? Like <laughs> he just he he knew he was leaving. And let me tell you how he knew he was leaving, because the way he sipped his cup before he got up. You know how you take that last swig of the drink before you leave the party? Like, all right, it won't for the road. <laughs> Let me get this last guzzle in before I go. He did the last guzzle. He had his jacket on. He had his phone with him. Like, he was not planning on staying. <laughs> That's interesting. I, I know somebody who about to leave when I see it. As a person who has left many a function without saying bye. You, right. You, when, when you get up out of there, you get up out of there. But... When you're doing an interview that is focused on you, it's different from just dipping up out of a party. Like, come on now. That's that's next level. <laughs> like, to leave the interview <laughs> unannounced. And I can see if it was an emergency situation because you never know what people got going on. It could be something with a family member. It could be anything. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the least you can do is to say, hey, yo, I got to be out, da-da-da, something. it's an emergency like you can utter that as you go out the door like you don't gotta explain you don't gotta go into depth but at least be like yo I gotta go sorry my bad and then bounce like he didn't do none of that he just dipped off quietly without saying a word I'm gonna need an explanation like I didn't know what really happened a tweet or something to address this because I'd be lost yeah, man, they were, they seemed a little lost too when it happened. Cause some woman, I guess from his team had to tell them, she was like, yeah, I guess he left. She, oh, it's just hitting me now. She was like, he had to catch a flight. Uh, 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 but he, he, he didn't know that before. The <laughs> yeah. He like, probably did know that. And they probably neglected to tell them like, all right, he got a time limit. And then I think when the time limit hit, he just was like, I got to be out. <laughs> Instead of being like, you know, sorry, we got to make this interview come to an end. I guess he thought the better course of action was to be like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom real quick. And then just excuse himself quietly. Dang. Can you imagine? Like, I'm picturing like in the cartoons where like someone leaves and then all of a sudden you look out the window and the, the plane take off and Rick Ross is just in the window. Like, like <laughs> right. Come on, man. Come on, Rose. You wouldn't do Jimmy Fallon like that. You wouldn't do Ellen like that. You wouldn't do none of these other TV show hosts, talk show hosts, anybody like that. So don't do the 85 South show like that. He got he got double back. He got spin the block, do the round, do the uh, part two of the interview. Come on, Rose. Yeah, come on. It's only right. But that was funny though. And <laughs> and and another part how they should have known he was gonna leave was right before he left, he said don't take your foot off the gas for nothing and nobody. If somebody tells you that, 
that means that's the end of them talking to you. <laughs> if somebody tells you not to take your foot off the gas, that means the conversation is over. Right. He sub subconsciously he was letting them know, like, hey, I'm really about to dip. Like <laughs> very <it."> much. <laughs> very much so. But yeah, let's move on to Boy Wonder because he has been having not just a great year, but a great career in totality. So he decided to flex a little bit. He got on Instagram and he was like 364 days out of the year, I choose humility. But today, I choose violence. He then posted a photo of him showing a plaque that commemorated 89.5 million RIAA certified sales and 20 billion audio streams. That's just in the U.S., by the way. That's not internationally. (laughs) He said, please leave me off all your little top 10 producer lists. This is what over a decade of making slaps looks like. Period. Talk your talk, boy, Wanda, because that is wild. That's a big accomplishment. Like, we know not too many are doing anything like that. So I'm glad he flexed that. He did. Over 60 plus platinum singles. 60 platinum singles. That means 60 different singles that sold over a million records. I don't think people understand like what these numbers are. The impact you have to have to get 60 plus platinum singles, three diamond records, Mm. 10 million, three of them Mm. did it three different times. And you also have three Billboard Hot 100 number ones over the span of Boy Wonder's career, man. I just the record, the numbers speak for themselves. The catalog Mm. speaks for itself. God's plan. One of the biggest songs of all time. Work. Mm. Rihanna's biggest record, Eminem's Not Afraid. Like, you're talking about legends, biggest artists in this genre Boy Wonder has produced for them. He was already goaded when he did the Paris beat for Jay and Kanye. He was already goaded when he did all of Drake, not all of Drake's catalog, but a lot of Drake's catalog. Not more than 40, but still very, very constant presence in Drake's catalog. Boy Wonder is the truth. We know about Boy Wonder's resume. So just to see him flex and talk about this and get love from so many different artists and producers on this post, it just shows you the type of contributions that he's made to music. Yeah, everybody was in the comments. I'm talking about Royce the 5'9". You had DJ Drama was in there. Of course, Russ, Fabulous, Nav, Amine, Macklemore, um, Cardinal Official was in the comments as well. Everybody just giving their congratulations to Boy Wonder because he truly deserves it. Right. ASAP Rocky, everybody. And I loved what Cardinal Official said because, you know, he's from Toronto. So he really saw Boy Wonder come up. And he was like, I remember when you came across the city to my crib with a dusty old computer with straight heat on it. He said, doesn't surprise me in the least. Hashtag most humble killer. And I like that because it just shows you the beginning of where somebody comes from. So he's pulling up with the dusty old rickety computer back in Toronto back in the day. And now he's over 80 million singles sold, platinum records, 60 platinum records, top ones on the top 100 chart, and all of these different accolades. So it just shows the work that was put in over time. Yeah, for sure. And I mean... It goes to show you that if you want greatness or anything like that or to be um, memorable, it takes time. Like, it don't happen overnight for real. You really got to, like, make clearly all these damn songs or all this work to make it, like, be something of um, of value or something that he can be can be proud of. So 
that's something to think about. It don't happen just in a day. It takes a it takes a long time. Yeah, it really does. And I'm just trying to think like over all of these different songs, what's my favorite boy wonder beat? Mm. Um man, now I'm not gonna be cliche and say Paris. Um it's definitely it gotta be Drake, do not disturb. That's my favorite song that Boy Wonder has produced for sure. Yeah, Drake's Drake's Do Not Disturb. That's that's my number one Boy Wonder song. Oh, I gotta go with Best I Ever Had. He did that one. Mm, classic, that's classic. classic. Definitely a classic, man. Boy Wonder. So many, so many just classic, timeless songs. Like, how you produce the work? Come on now. Come on. Yeah, it, the work speaks for itself. Let's let's move on to SZA now, though, because she has her very first acting role. We say it all the time on this podcast, man. Love to see the musicians, the singers, the rappers, all of the artists going into other different fields. And this is one that a lot of one, a lot of rappers and singers decide to go into, which is acting. So SZA um, posted up a picture of a cake on Instagram celebrating the success of her latest single, I Hate You, but also celebrating this new acting role that she got. Yep, she captioned, can't believe I got the part I wanted. She's an actress. That's what it said. Simple. She also went on to just give a little disclaimer um, before people started going in on her, as they usually do, because SZA has been known to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Embellish the (laughs) facts of situations in some instances. So she said, before y'all start, Somebody bought me this cake. It's a sweet gesture, and I was being appreciative. So she already knew people was going to be on her head, like, oh, you bought yourself that cake just to celebrate, to make it look like somebody bought it for you. And she was like, no, somebody bought this for me, and I was just showing it off, being appreciative of it. So that was that. And then her um, photographer slash videographer posted up some shots of her on set and was like, everything at SZA Touch turned to gold. My girl is adding actress to her repertoire. Congratulations, babe. Oh, congrats to SZA one time, man. That's huge. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what this actual project is. Yeah, I wonder if it's going to be like, you know, full on speaking role. Is it just um, a little little uh, background, like a little skit somewhere like that she's in? Maybe if it's like a full movie. I'm excited to see what it's going to be. Yeah, I believe it's gonna definitely gonna be a speaking role because I don't think Scissor's gonna pull up for the uh, coffee house waitress number two role f- at yeah. all. Like, <laughs> I think if she's gonna jump on a project, it's gonna at least involve her with like a noticeable cameo. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if she can carry her own project yet. I don't know if she's that into the acting game, but whatever she's in, I- I'm definitely gonna tune in to see what her skills is looking like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, congrats to SZA. I think that's a good note to end on today. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, you know the drill. Subscribe to this podcast on all platforms and subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials. That's our Instagram, our our Twitter and our TikTok at Hip Hop DX. Yes, you can also follow us on all platforms. I am at Asia Sky everywhere. And I'm at A-Dub on everything too. And we'll see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya. Oh,